0: Welcome to this episode of Dancing with the Bards, where I, Ian, have been tied up in the audio corner by our host today. Will is running the show, and he's brought with him previous guests Larry, TJ, and Oliver to cover Blood Bowl, 2016 edition. This light war game is based loosely off the rules of American football and rugby, using teams of miniatures based off of Warhammer Fantasy. Published by Games Workshop in 2016, this troop placement board game is the latest in the long line of Blood Bowl editions, Going back to 1986, two players face off against each other in a violent showdown to see who is the best. As it says in the rules, though, it's not winning or losing that matters. It's the violence and mayhem that counts. And with that, I'll hand this off to Will so I can try to reach the phone in my pocket to call for help.
1: (laughs) All right. Hey, guys. So this was an absolute nightmare to get going. Yeah, Um, absolutely.
2: And exercise and patience.
3: Oh, Fun yeah. painting though, and oh, violence.
1: Oh yeah, no, I, I mean, I'll be completely honest. I this is just an excuse for me to use my, uh, use oh, my yeah. painting skills every year, mm-hmm. and for um, me to get some free painting done. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I win nothing.
1: <laughs> Someone like Chris,
4: know I'm okay. Yeah,
1: there, there are no winners. There are only losers. Well,
4: I think I won on pretty much all of those aspects. I won the finals. I had, I lost a a ballload of players. So I win the violence. I had a lot of violence. You could just refer to
2: side. me as a rat smacker from here on <laughs> yeah, out. Oh
4: yeah. Oh yeah. You're Charlie Kelly, king of rats. <laughs> That's your reward. But um. But yeah. So so I win on all counts of, of blood bowl.
1: Yeah you, yeah. you are you are the the best winner.
4: Yes. All right. So uh. Well, I'll you finish up. Oh yeah.
1: Later. Okay. Um. So going into number of players. Right. So, uh, I, uh, shall I start?
2: Uh, we could just bring it around the table.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, I gave it a 1 for number of players. I think this game gets way more complicated with more people. And I don't think this game benefits very well from from unstructured league play.
4: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, Larry, if you want to go. Yeah,
2: that's why I... I mean, I rated it a 2 for number of players because, I mean, it sits at 2 people, but you can play with multiple different groups. So I don't think it's a great terms and accessibility of a number of players, but I think it works out well if you just do the 1v1 and then you you know bring it to somebody else, you can 1v1 with them. So it's not really inclusive in that sense, but it is it, it works.
3: Yeah. I, I rated it too as well because it really does benefit from structure. yeah,
4: I think so. So number of players, I also rated it too I mean, I think it depends more on like how, like what you're trying to get out of it if you're sitting down like a party like with a bunch of people you can't play it's you can't play it <laughs> with four people that you have over but i mean it works like there's obviously great ways to include more people in like kind of league play and for some people you know like that's kind of what you're looking to get um just having one-off sessions and people are around so so it's it's definitely not something that can that can uh, scale up crazy well to like higher numbers of people you do have to like organize an actual league to get it set up not everyone can play simultaneously even if you have everyone in the same room it does it has a kind of monopoly on the space in a room just from not only just from the table space but like there's a lot of manipulation of the game board that needs to happen so like people can't really be like you know like walking past as we know especially playing like in here um but I think, I mean, the fact that it can scale up and the fact that it kind of does so in a more, I want to say, like, epic way, with, like, a more pronounced, like, league thing, kind of like a fantasy, I mean, like fantasy football, I guess. It is fantasy football. It says right in the box, but but also... It's like fantasy, yeah, fantasy football. Yeah, fantasy. Yeah, exactly. It's or, the or,
3: game or of fantasy. Organized and officiated well, it'd be really interesting.
4: Yeah, so 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 there is some scalability there. I don't think it scales, like, normal other games. I mean, board games are never going to be like that. And I think, you know, it's... It's never going to be the best for a bigger people trying to get into a game, but it's definitely it definitely definitely get a one in my opinion for that. Um,
1: I I think if you had a, a an actual dedicated games club, yeah, or if you had a, a tight knit group of people who exp- all expressed interest in doing something like this, or a pre-established war games club,
3: yeah, um, experience is mandatory, really.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah, that that as well, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um,
3: yeah. All right. So Oliver's I hate thoughts. This angle. Oliver gives us. Uh, yeah uh, i I did give a portion of my thoughts. I think this the, this in a s- scenario where you are dealing with a very organized and explicitly organized league play it would be yeah. very interesting. uh this trying to do a free form kind of whoever shows up thing would just simply fall apart
4: yeah so so it definitely doesn't get a free for that, but I think yeah. I think it has enough scalability there. It has
3: potential, but it is not self-evident. yeah
4: it's not self-evident and it takes more effort than other games might
3: yeah, okay, so too.
4: All right, so we can. So the next thing I think is, is inclusivity.
1: All right, uh, so yeah, inclusivity. Uh, I I gave this one a two. Um, overall, I mean, it's it's not super hard to. It's it's not super uninclusive. I think comprehension wise, that's where it, it's a it's a struggle. But if you have a group of people who already know how to play it, once you learn the house rules and the the sort of pre-established nomenclature it's it's relatively easy to pick up and there's there's there is sort of some stuff in play to to help with stuff they do have team cards they have roster lists um there's tables there they do come with the little quick help guides i think that's nice to have um that being said this you also do need to you know have a clerical worker help you like divine these rules (laughs) yeah um But what were your thoughts?
2: So as far as inclusivity goes, I kind of rated a one because I'm looking at the overall picture here. I mean, if you just go straight out of the box, build your minis and call it a day, there's really not much to go off of. Because, you know, you're going to have to, A, build everything. But those team cards that you mentioned, those roster sheets, that's all additional material. That's not things that are readily available when you open up the box. The
1: roster have, and uh, the base well, team for cards. base teams, yeah. Yeah, yeah if do come
2: with them. If you're playing an alternate team, like in my sense, which a lot of people are going to want to do, it's... It's not
3: great.
1: <laughs> fair. yeah, Very fair.
3: Some of, some offense, one of one of the teams in the box is functionally unplayable. The humans? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: So I, I agree. I agree with Larry here. I think more coming from like... Uh, so so I guess, you know, I mean, if it's not inclusive, you're probably not going to get out of the box. So in that aspect, I mean, if someone has a game for you, like, and they have a team, like pre-painted team, I mean, then then that can be, make it even less. But I wow, think even just with, with what's <clears throat> in the box... Um, one, like you have to paint all the minis, or even if, if you don't paint all the minis, then they kind of can be hard to tell apart. Um, people with their own custom painted minis can be kind of hard to discern, especially colorblind or hard of vision. Um, I mean, as even us, we kind of mostly physically abled and we were all tired from all the standing around and moving pieces around and moving around the board. And I mean, like even me, I mean, I do a fair amount of physical activity. I march tuba and my back was starting to hurt from all the standing around that I had to do. Uh, so, so, and I think, so between that, like, card of Vision, there's a lot of stuff to manipulate. It's, it's, I mean, it's a lot of standing, it's kind of physical for a board game to start with, which I think is going to go for a lot of war games anyway. I mean, I, I, I just think, you know, like, uh, it can be complicated to learn if, um, it can be, it's it can be hard to discern pieces. I struggled a lot discerning my pieces. That was kind of the game slow to start with, figuring which pieces, like, which one's lineman, which one's a blitzer, um. It takes, you know, it can be strenuous. You have to stand for periods of time. You know, have to be, you, you have to have, like, pretty good, like, cam mobility to manipulate the pieces, to discern which ones are what. It's a lot of stuff to keep track of all at once. So I think, I, I gave it a one. Um, I don't I don't think it's, I mean, it, a lot of it can depend. I mean, a lot of it's very customizable. If you, if you buy the set yourself, say, if you need, like, high contrast stuff, you can paint your heat team's high contrast. Like you said, if you're trying to get to a league play, which is kind of like the main mode that this game is played, um, you you don't have control over their pieces and that I mean, you know, if they paint their team all black or something, then you can't like or if their team is all green and the field's green, like then then do you mind not even like see a piece or it might not stand out? So yeah, I don't I don't think it's it's friendly as, for those reasons. I don't think, you know, like if you have uh like a learning disability or, you know, I don't think it's like you know exclusionary for other reasons as much but definitely for those
3: on the point of inclusivity um in the in the wind up before playing my game I went out of my way to try to learn how to play the game before showing up and I simply was not able the documentation on this game is r- fascinatingly poor and <laughs> trying to find a com- and find trying to find a complete set of rules in the capacity to actually comprehend what is going on uh, if I had not come from a background of experience, I would probably not be here talking about it at all because I would have moved on to a different game.
4: Yeah. And am I gonna add, like even even like within finding the documentation for the rules, like none of us could remember which edition of the rules, even the ones we found, but like, <laughs> with which game, mm-hmm. because they just call it Blood Bowl over and over again. Like we were playing the twenty sixteen edition, but and various other people played various other editions and even like seasons. And so so thankfully we did have the cheat sheets, which did help a lot for the complexity. But a lot of times, even like you know, very slowest.
3: Fascinatingly poor yeah. documentation, yeah. which I
2: think is a fair transition into comprehension as yes. well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: you can
3: start. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, let, let's say together all is one. A little bit of hive mind. One.
4: <laughs> one. Uh, I, I gave it a two. It a um, All right, I'm, gonna, I'm, okay. gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm I gave
2: uh, it a two as well, um, just because I come from a wargaming background.
3: That's so. yeah. That's fine, I don't, but. so
1: yeah, I, I mean, even I, like, I have some experience with war games in the past, and I, I think this is a, this is a fairly difficult game, at least with, yeah, like with so. 40k, which is the other primary game I've played. What's, Everything is laid out in the codex. Oh, okay. yeah. And and the core rulebook, and you can find everything you need roughly in the codex and core rulebook.
2: You haven't played seventh edition,
3: friend.
1: Uh, I actually started with six and skipped over. And actually, wait, uh, seventh on, modern or are we on nine? We're on we are nine. On nine. <laughs> yeah. And
3: just on the subject of forty K, like that thing <clears throat> gets weekly updates, and in, in such a way that it's buried on online forums. The chance of your rules being the same week to week is nigh impossible. <laughs> Trying to list build for modern forty K is awful. It should not be used as a benchmark here no. because it's worse than this. Yeah,
2: which is why once again I strike it a two with comprehension because oh man. In comparison to forty k as one, the rest yeah, okay, of game I workshops fun, fun, great times, great times all around.
4: Yeah, I haven't. I've, I've, I've played sparse few war games. I just kind of liked. I mean, I thought that once we got the kind of basics of it down, and I think this isn't a game you can pick up with two people who don't apply. You need someone who knows at least some.
3: Uh, yeah, this this is a game that firmly benefits but from a sure buff.
4: Once we kind of got into the the like the groove of things, like the the cheat sheets were kind of enough, I think, or at least pretty much mostly enough. And when we had disputes, we were mostly able to check it on the cheat sheet. We still had some disputes, and we still again needed someone to learn how to play. But once I got into the groove and learned and played a few games, like I think it it was it was easy enough to get through. Don't didn't feel like I mastered it at all. Felt like I was you know kind of like treading water a bit, but I don't
1: think it's a one. I think of all of the games we've reviewed so far, this has definitely been the hardest. Yeah, I, and this is a war game, so it's. I don't think it's fair to compare, you know, a normal board game <laughs> to
2: this. This isn't apples to apples. It's uh, not yeah. a
1: strawberry sunset.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: this is this is not a strawberry sunset. But even even still, I think this game is. I think it would be easier if it was written in Greek.
3: Yeah.
2: Even an RPG with its own dice yeah. set looking at you, Edge of the Empire, yeah. wasn't as much of a nightmare <laughs> as this. And we went a whole session and had no idea what the hell half of the symbols did.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think a one is extremely fair. I mean it's definitely close it's close to one to me too.
2: Alright. Your yeah. chances of snagging a copy um. if you want to put yourself through hell. <laughs>
1: I mean, all right, so I'm, I'm still waiting on one of my copies. Um, the, the main issue with, with the availability as well, greater to one, by the way, um, good luck trying to match editions with somebody else. If you are not playing the absolute most modern edition, then good luck. I couldn't find rules for 2016. I've been going, for my whole team roster, I've been going off the most modern because that's the only one you can, you can find.
2: So, fun fact, um, my team actually just did not exist in the 2016 edition. So my team is, in fact, from the 2020 edition. However, with that being said, it is something that you're able to kind of cross teams over, even if the rules get a little janky. Like, there's an entire skill set that just does not exist in the 2016 edition that existed in the 2014 edition. So, (laughs) those things... It's. It is messy, but it is available. Also, though, when I did order my... I, I bought a base copy and I bought two other teams. And I will say now they all arrived about a month and a half apart from each other. <laughs> which is just phenomenal considering they all came from the same place.
4: <laughs> yeah, um, so I had a pretty easy time buying... Oh, that's a
2: two, by the way. Sorry.
4: Oh, yeah. So I rated this a one. I had a pretty easy time getting this, but I also wasn't like looking for it. I had heard of it vaguely like a few days before and then I happened to cross a used copy at PAX for 60 bucks and it came with three teams and pre- everything pre-assembled and all the rule books and the stuff for the stock teams plus an expansion and, and the thing for it. So I had a great time. I, I also didn't even know that Larry's team was from 2020. So, so, I mean, so that fact was news is news to me. <laughs> so it is great that you can, there is some level of cross playing. Um, I still give it a 1. I mean, like I said, we had a whole lot of difficulties trying to get the same version, making sure we had the same versions. I mean, the, even, like, the rules are so similar, like, looking in, on the design that it's hard to tell. Like looking at it now for, in front of me, a whole different version. So, I, and, and I think, yeah, I mean, if I was trying to find buy more stuff, like, for this, like, it would be very hard. And if I was trying to play with people, I'd have to buy all this stuff. And then I'd have to deal with everything that they've gone through. I mean, it was kind of more catered to my version, this whole thing. Because I just had it, and that's kind of what brought it up. So, so with that in mind, I'm rating a one. I personally, if I mean, if you're in a situation where you have, where you just like maybe you come across it and you hit some friends up, then maybe you'll have an easier time, you know, with the availability thing. But if you're trying to play like, like actual like bona fide Blood Bowl, then yeah, you're gonna have a rough time getting it.
3: Now, I did not wind up purchasing a copy of the game, but I still have a story. <laughs> so. Meta for Warhammer 40k for a very long time involved Harlequins in a Yunari list, right? And Harlequins are expensive troop boxes. So one of the things that Harlequin players realized they could do is they could buy an Elven Union Blood Bowl team and kitbash Harlequin Masks over them so they could have troops for the 40k (laughs) game. When I tell you it took me almost two and a half months to get my one box team of Elven Union... And it's almost entirely to blame on that fact. It is unfathomably funny, firm one.
4: <laughs> that's
1: incredible. Um, I think that's actually a good transition into the materials. This is at its core a materials-based game. It's a hmm. game's workshop. The game itself is here to sell minis. Yeah. And boy, do I love minis.
2: <laughs>
1: Three points.
2: And that leads me to go to a two, because, I mean, yes, minis are awesome. Minis are a great time. The problem is, is minis come unassembled. So as long as you have experience doing it, it's not too bad. But if, you, if you've if you never put something together before, you are making a homunculus. Because <laughs> let me tell you, Games Workshop's mini directions are definitely not cream of the crop. They <laughs> give you nice. some pictures, some weird symbols, some arrows, and they call it a day. <laughs> Oh, sometimes there's numbers. Sometimes. Blood Bowl, there's no numbers, which is even more fun, because my friend who is assembling a uh, Bretonian team, he has, like, six eagles in his box, and uh, none of those eagles tell you where to put them.
1: They should be numbered on the sprue itself.
2: Oh, uh, they are not.
1: Then, then that is a problem, because that of all is... of mine are numbered.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah.
4: my So my stuff came pre-assembled. Oh, very good. And uh, uh, my lovely friends here painted them for me. Also very good um i might i don't know if you've seen a skaven piece you can go google that now i won't wait um but they are they have very flimsy looking tails with weights in the end and none of them were broken i think i had one piece with damage in it from a used box with three teams and you see how the stuff piles into this box it is not secured it's jumbling around nothing was broken i, I have to give it a three for quality just from the fact that like every, every pretty much everything was unbroken from even being pre assembled. You do you, you think being pre assembled would give it a higher risk of being broken. I would
1: also like to throw out the only part that was broken uh before like we started actually playing with it, um was one of the, the pre glued bases that had come off. Yeah. So it's not even the the mini itself, but yeah. the, the adhesion to the two plastic layers.
4: Yes, yeah, so even without like special stuff to store or anything, because I don't have it. Like, it survived transit. God knows where it came from. I don't think it came from the state when I bought it. it. definitely moved out of the state where I bought it, and it's moved around a ton of places since it's not packing the box on the table where you're writing on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't. I can't really fault it for quality materials so and the stuff in it. So, three. The yeah. thing
2: I want to touch on that, though, is <clears throat> it is definitely down to the material you use as well, which is also an extra purchase. If you buy some cheap glue, your stuff will fall apart.
4: Yeah. But that's
1: that's super glue. I mean, I I am gonna also throw out that that it's it's not necessarily because this is this is dollar store super glue. I use. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It comes down to the the way you adhere it. You gotta you, you have to sand it and you have to take a bunch of extra steps if you use lower quality products. That's why it takes so long. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's if an, you, there's an
3: artistry to it.
1: it. Exactly. It's 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 part science, part art, or mostly art, a little bit of science.
3: Uh, with regards to my materials, I was satisfied with the minis as far as Game it was workshop kits. Uh, they, these were particularly entertaining to paint. Actually, I had a, um, a, a, a just great time painting them, which is something I don't often get to say about things.
1: I, I that's actually a really good point as well. I, I want to throw out that these are very fun minis these, to paint.
3: These, these are high, elegant detail minis that are designed in such a way where you can do as much detail work as you want, and that's it. It is really a chance to show off if you want to, and it's fun. Exactly. Really
1: it, it really is.
2: Eat I, that I, boring Primaris Marines.
3: Yeah, that's what I. That's what I feel like. Oh though. my gosh, I don't want to start talking about that because no, the, the, the New Age Super Soaker Marines are hilarious. <laughs> we're not
2: touching that.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. So everyone uh, got their thoughts and, uh, the, Yeah. How does everyone feel about materials? We good? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think we. Both all right. Net it. positive. So set up.
2: Uh,
0: I would like? say, uh, real, real quick from the corner here. Brooke would be upset at us if we didn't mention things like the box.
2: Oh
1: yes, no, you know what? That is actually quite important. Are
2: we talking box art or box control? Uh,
1: box condition. Now, the the box here and the materials that it comes with are relatively high quality. Um, cons- considering I have spilt drinks on two of the things now. That was that was. You were there for that.
2: I mean, um, it's most certainly a box
1: it, It's a box and it survived uh, I, It looks in pretty good quality I do believe it. there. I see some tape over here On this corner, if I'm not mistaken uh, Yeah,
4: there's a bit of tape Not much
1: though um, But overall I, think it just came unfolded.
3: Yeah. I don't have anything bad to no. say on the subject
1: I mean, I, I, I what are the words that Brooks likes us to use The light uh, Pit. 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 Light fastness It's, yeah.
4: it's near mint so the one
2: thing I will bring up in that aspect though is that if you do buy an alternate team you're not keeping your box because your minis are not fitting in said box
1: <laughs> well yeah, at yeah. that point yeah too you're also buying like what I have where you have no, like a, a, troop a whole, carrier yeah the yeah. troop yeah. carrier it's, it's
3: also not Sorry. practical to store teams in the box yeah. anyways because yeah. of just there, there is no box management that's worth mentioning yeah
1: but the the box is very well detailed it's it's it's, it's pretty it's it's a very pretty box yeah. uh, and I mean it's what like Eight years old now? Nine years old? So twenty sixteen? So yeah, it's for my, uh, for nine years seven. old. Seven. Seven. What? No, twenty sixteen. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Yep. Nope. That's that's how numbers work. You don't add them together.
0: <laughs> <Yep>.
1: <laughs> I know
2: Three how to do that. Plus six equal nine. Yeah. Alright. So down to set up.
1: Um solid two.
2: <laughs> solid one.
1: <laughs> I Ooh, two. this this game, I mean. There's there's a lot of things that we could talk about for setup. I mean, if we're doing league play and organizing people, that's <laughs> Yikes that's definitely, on bikes. yeah that that sucks. But I, I think for just the sake of this game, I'm not I'm just not gonna really touch that end of things. Yeah. Um, the board itself and getting getting the the actual game set up and going is relatively fast. Uh, unpacking the box, getting the table cleared off, getting your armies set up, getting all of the uh, uh, you know peripherals set up is probably about 15 minutes max. Um,
2: So, I always like to look at these things from an unexperienced perspective, though. And with that being said, I mean, your team comes with 12 to 14 players, and you can only put 11 on the board. If this is your first time playing it, you're not going to have any idea what to pick. I mean, your first game is going to be an absolute nightmare. So, I am going to give it a 1. Just because if I were to be like, "Hey man, you've never played Blood Bowl before. Let me ruin your life," um, and I, I don't mean that negatively. I mean that, and you're going to probably spend tons of monies on minis. It's it's not fun. <laughs> it's it's very. You're going to be looking to your friend who dragged you into this mess, constantly questioning what to do next.
4: So, yeah, I mean, I, I gave it a two here. Um, I think there's something to be said for the fact that you have to assemble all the minis before you play. So, I'm definitely going to ding it for that. Just I mean, I know it is a war game, so that's expected. So, I'm not going to ding it all the way at one because it is that part of the setup is tedious, but you're also getting into a game of minis. So, it has to even it out a little bit. But as far as like, I don't think the issue for me ever at any time, I, mean, I tried, tried to play this before with someone that was totally inexperienced. We weren't really able to, we spent two hours and weren't really able to figure it out. But the board got set up pretty fast. I mean once the minis were assembled, which again, you're gonna say that's the first thing you do, and then you try to set up. But like, once you like like once you get like you can open the board, you can get the pieces set up, you can read through the rules, it gives you scenario. Like it's pretty easy and simple to set up straightforwardly, other than the assembling. But um Um the, the once well, knowing what to do from there and, and strategy and all that, that's a totally different beast. But getting everything like ready and ready to play out of the box I mean, it's more pieces than a lot of games, but, I mean, and you have to, you know, like, set up for, you know, the teams and you have double players there and then you have to wait from the setup so it's a little little clunky that way. But it's not it's not crazy bad. I've played I play games with much worse setup.
3: Um, just on the topic of setup, uh, it is very difficult to rate this any higher than a 1 for a game that is best experienced in a league scenario where you're interacting with um, above, like, 4 or 5 other people with regards to organization. And just... Ha- Trying to find that many people in the first place who are willing to put money on a war game is something that is daunting in the extreme, and if you don't already have an established group that's into this sort of thing, would be near impossible. This is unassailable to anyone who is not already in the proverbial cult. So for one... Gift
2: teams ruin their lives. Gift teams.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that Yeah, that that is certainly one way to do it. It's a... It, it's, it's, it's a... But again, uh, I, I want to say that I had initially revised down from a three because if if everyone knows what they're doing and they just want to rip it off the shelf and play and they brought their teams with them, you can get from box to playing in like 20 minutes. And,
1: and I think it's, it's for box, that so. very reason why I gave it a two. It's yeah. it's the setup for, you know, a, I, I'm not even going to say we're experienced, but a setup for somebody who's done this more than once. It's mm. very, very fast. Yeah, Um. it's the initial startup that that. Yeah. Will take a while.
2: You know what's not fast? Rate of play. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Great transition there. <laughs> one all around. Are we in agreement
4: on no, that? I don't Unfortunately,
2: think we are. not. No. Oh, I don't, I don't think. I don't think the
4: average is even one. I think the average is two or higher. Yeah. I well, actually.
2: I rated it three. I rated it two.
4: I
1: I think that it's slow when it <laughs> needs to be fast and fast when it needs to be slow.
2: So yeah. I rated it a two just because of the fact that if if you have a competent player. That you're playing against, it it can be very, very, very clunky. However, the fact that turnovers happen on almost a whim sometimes, like you would you would sit here and be like, hey man, I have thirteen, well I have eleven people on the field. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And if you pick those in the wrong order and you have a bad roll, that's game over, man. Your turn's over. So it can move fast, it can move slow, but a lot of the times it does manage to keep you engaged.
4: Yeah, I, I so so I gave it a two as well. I mean, it it the the, the time like uh, like like you said it fluctuates a lot. I mean, you can have games. I think our first half took took an hour and a half, and, and our second, second half took I mean, twenty minutes. Yeah, and it ended yeah. only like a turn or two before the other one because I think the other half, the first half, technically ended. Just a turn earlier, because only one of us was taking a turn, and he just be bashing my guys because I scored a touchdown near the end. Yeah, but uh, but but yeah. So so then the second half just went lightning fast because again, like the turnovers and stuff. So I mean, if some some so so it's very inconsistent, but also like you can still be thinking and strategizing stuff, and and it gives both players still at least something to do even during like both players are doing something even during the longer turns. If your if your opponent's turn is working out, you're still going to be making a lot of rolls. You're not going to be it can still be very long turns so i think it can be easy to get distracted and kind of lose focus so i I can't give it a three and it does take it can take a really long time and it can be really inconsistent how long it takes so but i don't think it's i don't think you're you're not guaranteed to have it go like at a poor rate but it's just it's just so up in the air but but yeah i mean like i said it can be fast and fun if things go a certain way or another
3: As the standout, I feel a little a bit obligated to qualify this a bit. I have rated it as a three mostly because of that interchangeability and that variability. Because on your opponent's turn, what they're picking and what they're doing could very easily just mean it's suddenly your turn. And that's a very attractive thing to me. It means you're paying attention to what your opponent's doing because you're very much looking for an opportunity to say, Hey, by the way, if you do that wrong, you know, it's uh, going to be my show now. And that, that can be very enjoyable. It means that you're actively paying attention to what your opponent's doing in a way that you wouldn't normally... And um, I think that combined with the, um, the additional randomness of what's going on in your turn, it can create some very interesting, um, what is it, lines of thought. Yeah. And uh, I, I enjoyed my time with it. That's one other thing also, like, like managing roles, we
4: also have to answer a lot of questions about your team if you're, they're not intimately familiar. That's something comes up too. So you have to be engaged with where moving. You know, let's say this guy, what is this guy's skills are? Oh, there's block. Or, and you can kind of figure out what they're doing. So that is also interesting to, to work through as well.
1: price
2: price all right well we'll kick it off
1: uh yeah so expensive this is this is a financial uh invest not i wouldn't even say burden just yeah burden (laughs) thank you this is a financial burden um each team is or each starter box per for a team is about 60 uh if you're playing in the league it's recommended to probably have two of those uh, if you're doing anything longer than like an eight season game because you're going to need to substitute people it makes the assumption um, that you're
3: going to a lose players and B buy new ones
1: exactly um yeah. but I mean that is what you have to do in league play. yeah you need to you it's need necessary. to it is actually necessary um Rats and then the, the base review. game itself <laughs> is we I, I don't know if we did this on uh, um on On recording already, but I think we did the math out. If if you wanted to buy the two two armies plus the core rulebook, you'd end up paying more than the base
4: box itself. Yeah, it's it's Um, it's not
3: it's not an attractive number at all. I think I think
4: we have a copy on the workshop site. It says one hundred sixteen. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's the price he's mentioning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and it it would roughly be around like one seventy to one eighty for for the rulebooks and everything else. I believe I paid sixty
3: dollars. Not not to um, mention paint and man hours because like I had genuinely thirty. 30, 40 hours into painting, painting oh yeah
1: paint paint and paint materials as well yeah. that's a huge financial commitment
4: um you don't necessarily need to paint i didn't i wasn't going to until they made me you should paint your stuff especially if you're going to go on a random league it's it,
3: it's it's just the it's the point of personality it's yeah. an expression of self without doing yeah. that it cheapens the experience
1: exactly mm-hmm. it, it's i and i i I, I believe there is a rule in actual GW League Yeah, like, it's a, it's
3: a, it's colors. a three yeah. colors rule. Or whatever. two or three? Three. Okay. Oh,
1: it's three colors. Go Ew. Ahead.
2: All right. Yeah, so I mean, as far as price goes, I, I slapped it at two because I, once again, have a wargaming background. So I expect these things. Now, is it an attractive price point? Most definitely not. But it is. it's about the price you'd expect. Yeah. Because GW does offer premium minis. The, they are probably the second best in the game when it comes to material-wise. I would rate uh, whatever those dudes who did the uh, Fallout <clears throat> miniatures game slightly above them. Their minis are incredibly high quality, but these the GW is still. It's it's the queen to the king kind of deal.
1: I mean, uh, just just to tie in what with what you're saying, I, if you compare your, you know, a like a 40K or a fantasy like Age of Sigmar box, what you'd get in one of those, yeah. you know, you're you're getting, you're paying $20 less for the same amount of units.
2: Mm, that depends on what faction too, because Nurgle, you buy a box, you're paying 90 bucks. You know, but you this get, is true, yeah, Nurgle. You get like 75 <laughs> units.
3: Yeah. Having, to, having to pay full price for orcs is one of the most miserable experiences, because <laughs> they're one of the most fun in lore and one of the least fun to pay for. <laughs> oh, yeah. Un- you know, tide. you know, you know, until you walk into a Walmart by a Tonka truck and, uh, you know, <laughs>
2: paint it red so it moves faster. And like, oh, exactly,
3: <laughs> exactly. Yep. Orkification,
4: real Orc problem. Magic's cool all around. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I-, I rated it a two. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm not part of the wargaming scene, but I know a lot of people who are, and I played them. I know how much war games go for pricing, and it's not a fun number ever. So I think for just if you're playing this, like you wanted to try it out, have fun with your friends or whatever. 60 dollars for generally is what you can get it for just for like a box used or or whatever like generally available that's not a bad price for like a board game it's not a great price but it's not a totally bad price if you find if you and if for war game stuff i don't think it's it breaks the bank as much as most war games either so price point i think whether you attack it it's it's fine
1: i i do think that 60 dollar price point there there are a few modifiers that need to go into there um one, you you bought it when this edition was being phased out in modern play, yeah. Um, which I think is one of the big things. But yeah, used editions for like modern are still like a hundred dollars. You got did, very they, lucky. Yeah, oh, you okay. you got the deal of a century. We
4: are also still reviewing Blood Bowl twenty sixteen. So this and is that... this is true. <laughs> you
1: couldn't you could theoretically find twenty
4: sixteen for. With with
3: how much bleed bucks. over there was in actual play, uh, I think calling it the Blood Bowl review is charitable. Yeah,
4: yeah. So I I, I rated it two. I mean, at some point, I mean, my, my my experience with this is gonna is gonna factor in. I mean, you can still get by with with playing Blood Bowl even more modern rule sets with an out of date stuff. Like I said, like Larry and I he played a twenty twenty team against my twenty sixteen team, so um, and it was fine. Very yeah
1: it, 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 it's really what you're buying the box for is the teams and the pitch the yeah. rules are interchangeable so i
4: think it's fine i think i think it's, the price point's fine it's not great it's it's fine for a war game it's fine enough for a board game
3: Oliver, did your wallet cry uh no i wanted to uh see remember the exact price that i had paid for my team and i was attempting to look it up quickly um i did not wind up having to deal with the full investment of buying the box game uh i know what the number is and boy howdy is that not attractive and i think the fact that i haven't went to go out and buy one of my own speaks something so i think i have to rate it on one on that alone but for the actual team itself and assuming that you have friends who own the book the investment point is actually fairly low um buying a team boxed is what like 40 bucks for the box
2: 40 to 60 depending on the team and the availability so
3: if you're just doing it for a one-off like as far as just like a show paint thing. you you can get away with spending like 40 bucks but that is not the attractive way to play well yeah i i own paints and i i find it hard to price what i've already paid for um but yeah i'm probably in like 70 80 for what i have so far on the table
2: if i were to go in blind oh no sorry go
3: on
1: I was gonna say Oliver, you don't weigh your paints before and after. Get how much paint you <laughs> use down to the cent.
3: Well, you see, the funny thing is is that games workshop paints may be, but like I got out of that gig a while ago. Oh, Ar- <laughs> Army Painter all the way. Wait, Army wait, Army no Army for
2: blasphemy where... on the podcast. Army Painter is you? where it's
3: at. No, Army Painter has some great paint. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm out of Joanne Fabrics branded acrylics and <laughs> like and like loving them. They're oh, yeah. great. They behave better than they have any right to.
1: Uh, let it let it just be known i'm gonna i'm gonna say this right now and i I don't care who hears citadel paints are overpriced they're very nicely pigmented and they're specifically With, with one
3: exception the effect paints are very nice Oh, oh
1: love
2: my that. bronze, yeah. dude. My bronze is gorgeous. It
4: looked, it looked great. Was oh, yeah, but guys but with? I have an
1: ancient yeah, bronze yeah. That, that looks exactly the, the they're, same for like 2 Yeah, but did price. your ancient
2: bronze cost $25? I didn't think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my bronze cost me three. <laughs> oh, wow. Big man on campus. Yeah,
4: no. All, right. All right. Let's get on to extras.
1: Oh, yeah. So extras. Uh, a lot. Uh, not even including, like, paints, brushes, and all of the stuff to actually assemble the minis. I,
3: I, Um, I, showed up with, uh, two minis for my coach and my owner, and I'm very proud of that. Oh,
1: yeah, that's a thing, um thank you for, for reminding me about that. In the rules, uh, in, in 2016, as well as the 2020 rules, there's multiple parts throughout it where they recommend just buying random minis to represent the <laughs> cheerleaders, your coaches, like anybody oh, who man. could be associated with the, the, yeah, the audience, the apothecary, the refs, all that sort of stuff. It is crazy. Don't the do e-
3: that. <laughs> no, do it, do add, it adds so much personality. It's, it's it character. does. It's character. If, all if you're going
1: to sit down and spend four hours on, on, a, on a game of football, I want to feel immersed yeah
3: like I'm, I'm i'm going to spend enough time setting up like this elaborate stand of all my old D minis that sounds amazing right
2: yeah as far as extras go it is a three out of three for me because oh my god it is incredible you can get certified stuff you can make your own stuff it's really amazing. i mean don't make your own stuff and show up to a gw sanctioned league because they might <laughs> execute you on site you will be
4: lynched <laughs> on <laughs> the spot if you're lucky they yeah. will send terminators Sometimes to they, your house they will. they
2: will crush your home and eat your dogs
4: <laughs> They will flay you, they will kill you, and they will eat your corpse. And if you're lucky, they'll do it in that order.
0: <laughs> I was going to bring up towards the uh, the end of this the uh, the Games Workshop conundrum yeah, that we've talked we'll, about
2: before. Yeah, we'll definitely address that in the wrap-up because, ooh boy.
1: Yarhar. <clears throat> Don't Something you love Games Workshop? Folks. GW's the best,
2: ain't it? If you're a fan, you hate them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you're not a fan, you're just confused. All right. Um, yeah, I yeah. think it's unassailable
4: three for me. I mean, it's so much stuff. I don't think we need to go into too much detail over that. I think we covered it.
1: Yeah. I, I this there's there's a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. in uh, into enjoyment. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Um. I. All right. As I've I've stated multiple times, I'm a masochist, and I absolutely. <laughs> I like these kind of games where I have to track a million numbers, even though I'm not particularly good at it. Um,
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> it's learning for you,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's it's if I feel with none of the benefit,
2: <laughs> if he speaks, then Chris knows where he is. <laughs> there we go.
1: Um, but yeah, like I said, I gave it. I gave it a two. I think it's fantastic. I like these kind of games. Um, I think Blood Bowl is is a lot easier for me to enjoy than something like 40k, where it is constant meta-jumping, as we've stated earlier. It's
3: it's very frustrating to keep on top of that.
2: So, as someone who has probably been the most cynical voice out of this, I, of course, rated this a 3 out of 3. Because, I mean, as... As painful as it may be to play and as painful as it is to learn, it is a very enjoyable game. There's a lot of intense moments. There's a lot of planning that you do turn to turn, and things like that I, I really enjoy. So it's it's not something that you could just sit down and play with grandma on your afternoons <laughs> off. But it is definitely something that if you get people who are like minded with this, it's a very enjoyable game.
4: Yeah. Uh I, I, I rated it a three. Um I mean, I think, you know, it's possible to ding it for for, you know, the complexity of, of the pieces, setting things up. Well, nothing but, like, uh, you know, like you check the rules, bless you, um, over and over, like, not over and over again, but, like, I think overall, I still enjoyed it. I mean, I would enjoy it a lot more. I think, like, the enjoyment goes up pretty exponentially, like, the more games of it you play, the more, the more experience you get. And so, I mean, by the time I was getting into the groove of things, I think I decided, I, th- I, th- I think, I think it's a three. I mean, all right. So, I Yeah. Uh that that, that aside, uh, sorry, there was a brawl. Uh, we forgot which team was best. And we couldn't agree. Rats. Rats mecker. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I think I think it was enjoyable, and if I played more of this, I think I would enjoy it more and more. So yeah, I mean I can't I can not I can't I can't fault it for, for the enjoyment aspect. I enjoyed it a lot. I give it a three.
3: Um I rated it two and a half. Nice. I think it it, it it's a fun game, it's very entertaining. It needs a kick in the pants. It suffers from a not enough, a, its degree of randomness is a little bit too self-satisfying. Like there is just a baseline chance of failure at everything that is a little bit too high to plan anything of significant consistency. Um, it just, the, the baseline assumption that everything is going to go wrong is something that's very strange to play around. And I don't like a game that actively punishes you for playing it, but it doesn't do it bad enough to really complain. So I'm just going to ding it half a point here and move on with my life. Fair,
1: very fair. Um, would you recommend it? Hmm. I I don't think I would, personally.
3: I would not recommend this at all. I would simply shove a box into someone's hands and tell them to play. If there's a difference.
2: Yeah, I would recommend this to people that would share a similar interest in it, but this isn't something that I'd recommend to... Exactly. I see somebody playing tic-tac-toe.
4: I'm not going to be like, <laughs> dude, you should try Blood Bowl if you like that. Or... <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I'm with Larry in this. I think we will give it twos. Um, I, I think, I think, you know, you're just not something that everyone's going to enjoy. It's not something that, I mean, yeah, it's not something everyone's going to enjoy. It's something that I think that a lot of people at least want to give a chance. And I think it's a lot of people, I think it's something a lot of people would like once they give it a chance. Um, it can be hard to learn, but you know, if you already know how to play, that's probably why you're recommending it. You're going to have them, you're going to like. you really need to learn with someone who already knows how to play and you're going to be that person for them so then yeah I, th- I think it's it's fair to recommend it like that i think if you know if you're someone just freshly being subjected to it maybe not and yeah. i think subjected to i mean i bought this box on a whim and then got, and so i can't really i probably the like, only a person who's done that with this game just bought it and be like teach me how to play this game <laughs> but um but yeah i mean i think i think it's a solid two i don't think everyone's gonna enjoy it i don't i don't think everyone should even try to play it i mean, i don't think if if they're the kind of person doesn't mesh with. They're not like war games. Don't like complex board games and stuff like that. They don't like things that are very hectic. Um, they don't like football. Uh, yeah, but but I think other. I think I don't. I don't think it's a one. I, I mean, I think it's something that enough people at least have passing interest in learning how to play. That that I, that.
1: Again, this is this is personal. So yeah. I personally wouldn't do it. And if for what you said too, I know I'm not a very good teacher. <laughs> and. <laughs> I, but am I though?
4: Ah, I, I won. <laughs> Fair. Now, how many times
2: would you want to do that again, though?
4: <laughs> I mean, I would. I wouldn't do it. I would, it's not something that I want to play every day. It's not like Magic. You sit down, have have a game or whatever. You that's a, at a higher price point, mind you. It's not. mean, you no. Know, it's it's more replayable than like checkers.
1: <laughs> but, but I see. I think that's kind of interesting because I I do kind of view this and Magic in sort of the, the same boat in the. I don't necessarily know. I would recommend it on the same sort of reasons, just because it can. It's, it's deceivingly complicated.
4: Yeah, it is. I mean, okay. but it doesn't have to be.
1: But that's the thing: is this game doesn't have to be. But once yeah. once you start understanding things, then it gets more complicated.
4: Yeah, but at that point, that person's fucked. So.
1: Well, yeah, exactly, and then and then <laughs> they're calling you every weekend to hang out.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, as far as replay value goes, it, it sits right in the middle for me. This isn't something that I want to play every single week, though it is something that I'd like to get around to at least maybe two times a month. It's it's a fun game. There will be times that you play and you're like, I'm never playing this game again. But of course, after a sunk cost fallacy point is hit, you're going to keep going back anyways. And it's it's still a lot of fun. It, it is. As, as much as I like to bash on this, it is... Uh, quality enjoyable fun replayable game.
1: Uh fun fact for those of you at home, uh that exact number for when the sunk cost fallacy kicks in, $65.98.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so so I think I think it has a lot of replay value. I give it a 3. Um absolutely right, this is not something you're going to want to take off the shelf every day. I I, th- I mean absolutely not. But it is something <laughs> that you would like to make into a multiple game session, which is Generally speaking, how people play it So we've all already talked about starting up leagues and stuff like that. So, so I think, you know, so, so the games generally don't get repetitive. Like I don't, I think if I play Larry three times, I win none of them. Generally probably had to get a higher number for that. I should have thought of a higher number before I started saying <laughs> yeah. that. So three, you play like five times. Three I'm isn't like the close. highest number there is out yeah. there. It's close. It's close, but it's not quite. Seven. Yeah. Seven in case Seven that you're wondering. Is. Yeah. That's why you have that many fingers. <laughs> fun fact so but yeah i mean the, the games themselves are gonna be really different every time um it's something that that you can hook up and play kind of like more D D like where you just have a session of things that that project like into the next games and yeah so it's not going to take off the shelf every every day but it is something that you're going to want to play more with the same people once you get it going so
3: I, I give it a three there and also again the games don't stagnate that's very um, fair On the subject of replayability, uh, if every person walking into this room willing to play this game is doing so on purpose and with vigor, the the game cannot fail to be interesting. What happens is so variable and has so many moving parts, it will never be boring.
2: I like ain't... getting an interception jacked when you have everything lined up <laughs> like having like higher.
3: having two failures through a reroll to escape an agility thing to get into an end zone 2 squares away and then somehow watching two shambling zombies throw the ball across the entire pitch <laughs> or
4: actually how many times did you roll 3 dice <laughs> and you got 3 six pushes six times and three of those times you got three pushes and then one, you got two pushes and an attacker down. <laughs> what is the mathematical probability of
1: low, that? Low, <laughs> it's it's incredible. Very,
3: low. Incredible. I think pushes what two faces on the die? Yeah, so yes. it's two
4: faces. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 like getting like, all of those three times, getting all three pushes. Or I guess it was two. I think two times there's three pushes, and then of those two pushes and attacker down, which is functionally the same. What I think so it like, is. Like, 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 I yeah,
2: I, I think the the better you are dressed, the worse you roll, as personally <laughs> evident. Yeah, my shirt has because a lot of typos. I came here straight <laughs> out of work and I absolutely stomped Oliver. Yep. and then I came here in this—I don't know about stomped, uh, but, you,
3: but, but you did win. That was a very yes. close game, to yes. be honest.
2: And then I came here dressed to impress, and um, I couldn't even that roll is a great to hit. It is a great shirt. Yeah, if you watched the stream earlier, you would understand.
4: And my shirt is loaded with typos and tells you to steal. <laughs> so <laughs> tasty. Which I did. I just didn't want me the game. So yeah. steal things. Yeah, <laughs> spoken like a true rat. <laughs> Steal the <a> shiny, rat <laughs>
2: smacker.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just just to tie up replay value. I, I think at this game's core, it is a league based game, and it is designed to be played over the course of several months with multiple different people. Yeah, now are you going it to want to do keep doing that? that and, yeah, exactly. And it's it, it's very fun to do that. I think that that's where this game shines. Yeah, it it's made it be replayable. It is replayable. Yeah exactly
3: as, as a bar night once a week thing where people are walking yeah. in friendly ready to fight mm-hmm. and fun stuff
1: <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> you get um, sober enough to play it <laughs> all right now now we get into the abstracts uh what how'd you guys feel the uh game well i
2: i felt it was pretty innovative i wouldn't give it a, a full all the way because there are those war game elements that are still there there's a lot of in-depth strategy it's if you've, if you've played a war game, you can play this. But it's not going to be exactly the same. This isn't going to be your... what What is the, the stupid World War Two one that you love so Flames much? Flames of War. Flames
1: That's the only war. other one I've played. Okay, I'm, I'm sure uh, you have. Let it be real. I don't love it. I tolerate it. It's like yeah, a, it's like a, one of those skin rations. If
2: you've played that, if you've played 40K, if you've played fantasy, if you've played anything with miniatures, it's... It's kind of the same sort of strategy you're going to use: big guys up front to hurt people, sneaky guys in the back to do sneaky things. That's it's it's innovative enough because it's football instead of blowing people into pieces. So, wow. Well, well, <laughs> you still do manage to do that, especially if you're a rat, because they must be smacked.
1: I mean, you, you, we do you do the snotlings too. They can
4: just I, blow I, people yeah. up. I came yeah. in with double digits and I left with single digits. <laughs> as you should <laughs> if this was league rats uh, smacked yeah I got smacked bro you smack rats
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah baby
4: you got smacked smack rats so, what
1: was that uh um, like Do you, you said I, I thought this was relatively innovative as well if not just for the fact that it, it is tabletop football yeah I think it's a cool concept and that sold me alone before yeah. I I even knew about the uh the tabletop version I got the PC version and I was like oh this is neat yeah I mean
4: <laughs> I was—I just like—I think—I think I first discovered it. I mean, before I—I I mean, I bought it on a whim, but when I first heard of it. I was like talking to someone. I was like, "Oh, it would be like neat if there was like a tabletop version of football." I was like, "Oh, a Games Workshop." you know, I was like, because I—I know about Game Workshop, and that wasn't you know. I, was, feel like, a, gonna be I feel like I'm going to feel like I'm about to say something that's going to flash back to the table, but, oh, yeah. but, but I want to get but, this um, out. But but uh, I think it's pretty innovative. I mean, combining those two aspects of you know like football, the game, and also um, and how it's how it's done i mean it's not just flat football rules It's a mix of rugby and american football and a strong mix of them at that like there's forward passes but the turnover rule is like rugby turnovers um and i think it works really well i think that they 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 hit all the right points of of trying to make it be enough like american football and rugby without you know like like really without being american yeah without tamping yeah also being british but also, like, with the, they think they managed to make the right concessions to make it, like, more playable, to make the league stuff work, to make it fun. So I, I gave it a two towards innovative uh, for, for me.
3: I feel like I'm about to flashbang the entire table. Because um, I'm of the firm opinion, this is two marks towards classic, uh, that this game is simply checkers with extra steps.
1: Okay, explain.
3: You see, you're moving your pieces towards the enemy side, and you're moving one piece between your own pieces, and that's kind of it. You oh, bonk really? into the end- opponent, and you want to get more of your pieces closer to your opponent, so your pieces punch harder.
4: I don't think that's how our
1: game went at all. I mean, I, mean, I don't really think work. that's how checkers works at all. There's oh, not, like, stats buffs to, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's ephemeral. The, 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 the,
3: stat, the stats don't mean anything. If you outnumber them, you can punch harder. Okay. All right. I, I I understand where you're coming from with that. It, it's just it it's just that at its core, this game is delightfully simple. If if you outnumber your opponent, you have more opportunities to roll and succeed, and that is um an interesting point of value.
1: Okay. All right. So I'm going to assume you also rated this uh, uh, on the simple side of the scales. Well. Uh.
3: No. I rated this very complex.
1: Oh. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: Uh, right. This is this is a complex interpretation of checkers and my mind. Is ephemeral. <laughs> N- don't. I think you need to stop playing checkers. This is yeah. four dimensional checkers. I play.
2: I play five sure D chess. Checkers with you and or four D checkers. Four D yeah. checkers. I do not want to play checkers with him after this because <laughs> apparently there are a lot of punchings that go on.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to find out what happens. Yeah, you know,
4: someone tried to skip my piece. Absolutely not in my house, man. Come on. Man. Yeah,
3: it turns out you tried to jump that piece. That was a landmine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, so I, I rated this a 2 for complex I, I think this is a, a little bit more on the complex side Without it being like a full um, Like uh, I, I don't want to say 40k But something similar to like uh, Flames of War Or uh, what's the other one The War Machine something.
2: Oh uh, The Hordes and War Machine Something Hors-
3: Hordes is one, War Machine is a separate one I thought yeah. they were like the
2: same side of the coin though
3: yeah, yeah well, but like, man, yeah. like Sigmar and 40k. I thought they were like the no, same. No, I'm system, pretty sure
2: they can like bottom cross bottom, yeah. over.
1: It's it's kind of like how 40k has certain units that cross over with
3: the with the the demons mm-hmm. or the See? chaos. But Blood Bowl always kind of felt like um, Sigmar's Necromunda. Yeah. Yeah. Wow,
2: well, that sounds completely foreign to anyone who's not on the scene. Um... <sighs> yes. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> So, basically, what we're trying to say is that it's it's a light version of Warhammer Fantasy. and it, It's a mini-game of Warhammer Fantasy.
1: I, I think it's, it's an individual uh, battalion of units. If you were to zoom in on what's going on with just those battalions at, at any given time, it would it, basically be these mechanics. It's Identity.
2: But with that being said, I only rated it a one towards complex because, I mean, once you get going, it is very easy. If you can get over that initial hurdle, it's it's not too complicated to understand. I mean, you, you run forward, you hope you don't eat the turf, and um, that's about it.
1: But we did also leave a lot of stuff out. Like well, the first game, we didn't do end. weather. Towards the end, we started adding stuff, but there there are a lot of things that like we aren't we weren't tracking. Like we yeah we should have like if it's a home or an away game, and then there's fans to track, and then there's certain things with the fans. This is why we didn't well, do kickoff events. That's as well all week that we stuff. weren't doing. Yeah, kickoff that's events. Even
4: the, so that's even on the cheat sheet. The kickoff events, like so, for the but that's
1: again the stuff. kickoff events are for league mainly because yeah. they they affect they effectively have. And if we're doing just expedition, everyone starts with a million gold to begin with. So it's just like bribes don't matter.
2: I'm also of the aspect though that it's okay to play a like learn to play game or three. There's there's yeah. another gaming yeah. company that does that all the time. Fantasy Flight will they absolutely love to be like here's a ten page rulebook and here's a seventy four page rulebook <laughs> and that's that's okay to play that way. A guidebook I mean, for the guidebook. Yeah, you don't jump into league play. Nobody's buying this game and being like, alright, man, I'm going to get 12 friends together and we're going to play a league and nobody has any idea what the hell we're doing.
3: I mean, Isn't that what, kind of what we did? Well, no. We, <laughs> we
2: played three practice games and we all hated it and somehow we all still rated this as a three and enjoyed I
3: enjoyed our game together. Oh, you no, I enjoyed it.
2: With. But the, the everything <laughs> leading up to that moment was not an enjoyable experience.
4: Yeah, we're also a very disorganized bunch, so I think we were kind of the wrong kind of people to do. I feel like well, I don't want to say, if you're listening, you should probably have your, your stuff together more than we do. That might not be true. But, I mean, there's a good chance. So, I mean, you have
2: access to podcasts. Yeah,
4: right. But they are listening to a podcast right now, instead of doing something constructive, like recording a podcast. So, yeah. I uh, mean, we don't know that. They could be doing something constructive <laughs> while listening uh, to a podcast. Recording a podcast while listening to our podcast. Podcast
3: section. Yeah.
4: Don't do that, I don't think. For a variety of reasons. Or do yeah, don't Yeah. Me. So anyway, yeah, so I, I rated it I rated it as pretty complex. It's pretty complex for me. Don't have a war games background. Um and I think, you know I think it's fair to rate any war game also as the highest complexity. Um and also just like like Will said, there's a lot of stuff we're not keeping track of um and there's a lot of pieces on the board too then you need to kind of be aware of what all of them do and like if you're not then you do can kind of get burned you know like what people's strengths are, as we all did like you know so what their strengths are what their movement is you know like uh it happened to, like one of the reasons i scored on larry because you didn't realize that my gutter runner is to move nine spaces that's gross. And you have to smack the <laughs> rats. Absolutely disgusting. So the ball landed in the middle because it went out of the end zone. It landed on top of my gutter runner. just gunned it to the end zone. The runner is in
1: the name. How?
4: <laughs>
2: did... So is gutter, which Boy. means they're trash.
4: That, you did kill one of them. You killed as them. they deserved.
3: <laughs> so, and, I mean, it does have the problem of just not having the rules printed on the table you're playing on. Yeah.
4: Exactly.
2: Oh, well, that can be arranged. I mean, that's also <laughs> going to factor back into price.
4: Yeah. However. That's very true. So, yeah. So, I think... Is there anything else you wanted to add to the in
3: here? Um, I think I got a majority of my thoughts okay. out, but just as a uh, last note, the, the decision-making process is just so interesting. There is yeah. so much going on. Even, oh, yeah. There is a lot time.
2: of opportunity to just be a complete wild card or how to play does, very how to, straight.
3: How to structure your own turn is something that's very, very interesting yeah, yeah. And even just like
4: where your pieces have to start with like do a lot you of start
3: go going after the ball a chance of risking your turn but a chance to move to a more advantageous position do you stop going for the ball and try to close out the half all it's just all the decisions you make in a normal football game but micro yeah
2: yeah
4: mm. so i think it's pretty complex
2: so before we do actually hit the wrap-up i think we should address the elephant in the room known as games workshop ew <laughs> ew ew
4: I don't want to talk about
2: Games Workshop, man. I mean, you, <laughs> you don't like so, Games Workshop? They're the best. I mean, so we, awesome. we, can, we can have actual opinions on the subject. I think they are a great company in terms of what they provide for a community.
0: My podcast makes me no, no money, Larry, so they can't sue us. Go go ham. <laughs> oh, no, no. If I
2: go ham, you'll be off the air anyways. They, they have made a lot of questionable decisions in the past, such as consistently pumping out new editions, and you have to ax the entire rule set like will didn't even know that we were on the ninth edition of 40k he thought we were probably on like six
1: i know no 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 to be fair i thought we were on like seven
3: right. um i've talked to you an extent <laughs> about eighth edition
1: you yes he has and i, I also known <laughs> as fifth edition for will yeah <laughs> i i when did 5th edition fantasy stop being a thing?
3: Uh, 1974. Genuinely, somewhere in the early 2000s.
1: Yeah, that's that was... Yeah, okay. So around when you were born. But yeah, speaking,
3: speaking on
2: GW... <laughs> a <few> years
1: before. <laughs> in early 2000s, I would have been like 10. Well, yeah.
2: Okay, well, we're going to try to remember how old he is, and we'll get back to him. Uh, Oliver, <laughs> any thoughts on GW?
3: Um. This is the part where I start screaming and making caveman noises, right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's in the script right here. Kill, kill, uh, kill, kill. <laughs> uh, no, I-, I have few polite things to say about them. They've been va- va- vampiric for their own industry and somehow the community has survived in spite of them. They have done... Minimal things to help. In fact, most moves have been made to actively hurt, and that feels very frustrating for a community so born out of love for the for the, the medium.
4: Yeah, I don't. I don't play a lot of war games. I know some people who do, and I just hear about it through online. And I don't think I. I think Larry's description of Gabe's workshop is the mo- nicest thing I've ever heard said about them. Like I. And I mean that hundred percent sincerely. So uh, uh,
2: yeah, I, I'm, I don't going think. Go, uh, company, I'm going to go. No. not a fantastic. I'm going to go
3: back to chanting four-letter words at them.
2: Yes, like I said, they provide a lot for the community that they're actively trying to kill.
3: Yes, yes.
4: yeah, very fair at a very high price. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> behind the, the shed community. with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: just just to throw this out here. I am I'm, I'm of the the age. I remember being able to buy buy. Minis for like thirty bucks, forty I mean, bucks. That's
2: also when you could get twenty bucks at the mall and be thrilled on your afternoon. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is
1: true. Back in my day,
2: let's talk <laughs> politics, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, let's not touch the economy. It's <laughs> this it's dying by itself.
0: Economic factor is a bore hammer. In my yeah, right. day, no, a
2: streetcar cost
1: a nickel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Will? Why don't you
2: just go buy a house when you work your minimum wage job? See what happens.
1: All right. Uh, any any closing thoughts?
2: Uh, three. Okay.
3: No, just the number three.
1: Oh, just the number
4: All right. three. All right. I do. <laughs> I so so I just think like uh as far as it goes, if you're gonna play this game, like I do not recommend just picking up and trying to do it. As someone who did that originally, like I ended up watching some videos and kind of picking up on the on the on like you know the base strategy, the base way to play. But you definitely need someone who has at least some experience playing Blood Bowl. Or rather, you're going to have a much better time if, if in, you get that. In
3: an ideal situation, you, you're learning alongside yeah. someone else with a third player who knows how to play as a Sherpa. Yeah. So Preferably could, the
2: same edition.
4: Yeah. yeah. And, you can, and you can find videos online of people playing, and you can kind of follow along with that. Um, but I guess it's one of the reasons you wanted to put our stuff out there. Just to so people you know that weren't incredibly super familiar with the game, you know, playing through it. And I think that'll be helpful. But yeah, definitely, I have that here. Definitely have a mentor to help you um, learn. It's a good intro to wargaming if that's something that you're thinking about picking up. And, and if you are, I mean, get thinking about getting into wargaming seriously. If you are, don't. Yeah, well, don't. But I mean, like this, the price tag is is fine for an intro If you're going to do it, do it with friends. Yeah, just do it with friends. Use people who know. I feel um, like between... And, and set, aside, set aside more time than you think you're going to need because it can go really short and it can go really long. And there's no way to tell, not even if you're both running fast teams. There's just no way to know. It can, it can, I mean, you can make your rolls, you can fail your rolls. Either can extend the game for a really long time. And so it's something that you're going you're gonna to sit down and probably plan to play one game in an afternoon. And if you get lucky, you can play second.
1: Fair. All right. Uh, closing scores, guys. I gave it a 25. And I think that's relatively low for games that we score on the show.
2: Uh, I clocked in at a 27 which out of the three times I've been here I'm pretty sure that is my lowest reviewed game and also the second most enjoyable I absolutely <laughs> hated playing Betrayal but that's because I've played that game to death I, I, literally there's ghosts
4: if I scored this right I think I think I gave it a 31 uh, I think I was a little generous in some of the stuff just trying to interpret it in the context of war games for a lot of the stuff um, but yeah so I mean that's that's my lowest review it's also my highest review So, not much to say there.
3: I gave it a 26.5, and and, uh, I don't have a previous metric to compare it to, but um, I feel like I underscored it a little, to be honest. But I enjoyed it. It was fun.
2: I do believe my 27 was fair.
4: I think we all scored it in the high 20s, low 30s, so I think we're all kind of in agreement about where it stands.
1: Yeah, and that's usually
0: kind of what happens, is we all sort of sink around the same spot by the end. Yeah. Well, wasn't that fun. I assume I hadn't really been listening. But while I'm waiting for the police to show up, I'd like to thank everyone involved for this episode. Putting together episodes for war games is very difficult with our setup, especially ones that are only two players. Will and everyone else worked really hard behind the scenes to make sure we could do this today. If you like this and want to hear more, you can follow us on Twitter at DanceWithBards, on Facebook or Instagram at DancingWithTheBards, or on Mastodon at Bards at Crater.gg. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode for a Cosmic Encounter. Hey,
2: good. It I is in right. fact Twitch at with Bards.
0: And I hear sirens, so my ride is here. Boo-hoo-hoo.
2: Your ride is already here.
0: Hey,
1: sound man, you, you got to be the one to stop it. <laughs>